1: Welcome to Security and Secure, hosted by Johnny Seaford. This is the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. And if you have the same mantra as me, then before we get to today's guest, please subscribe to Security and Secure whilst you're listening at the end of the episode with a five-star rating and a review. Now let me tell you about my guest today. I guess they joined Love Island Season 9, where he first covered up with Anna May and then with Olivia. However, his time on the show came to an end after 10 days, when a video went around social media where he was shown fighting before his time on the show. Tell me his story in his words and how his mental health has been affected. I'm delighted to welcome Tusa boxer-turned-influencer, Harris Lamani. Hello, mate. Hello, how are you? You alright? I'm alright. I've been trying to get you for ages, which you know. I'm so glad that you're here today, because I think it's really important for your fans who are listening, to understand your journey and your story. So if it's okay with you, I want to go back to the beginning of the life of Harris because we never really obviously on Love Island got to see the world. So let's go back to the school days because when I saw your press picture of this is the first guy going in Love Island, I was like, he looks like a Love Island guy. He looks like he's going to go the whole way. So I want to know what it took to get to that stage of how you had the Love Island look, how you had the charm take me back to school who were you in school harris
2: so in school i was a i was a cheeky chap i was like the class clown you could say everyone did everyone did like me i'm not even i'm not just saying it everyone i got along with everyone you could put me in a room with anyone and and i'm not an awkward person i can get along with anyone i can chat i was a very sporty kid i love to do every sport everyone in school i had the relationship with was bang on all the teachers and I felt like in school I I made the most of it. I did everything that I could have. I I was a cheeky chap. I I used to listen when I needed to listen, and I definitely made the most of it in school. I went to college for two years, did level two and level three sports coaching diploma. Even in college, I was uh, I was still the same. I I was liked. I've always been me. I've never shied away from being confident or anything. I am I could you could say I'm a very confident lad. And how I present myself to anyone, I feel like they get the good impression that is I am a good lad and I can get along with anyone.
1: So taking it all in your stride, the cheeky chappy kid, everything's going well for you. You turn to boxing. Boxing is a great use of catharsis and you know, you're letting out that anger. So where was that anger coming from if everything on the level seemed to be okay? I started playing football for a while. Then
2: boxing came along because one of my close mates passed away and he was a he was a very good, very, very good boxer. He passed away in a car crash then. I just went to his boxing gym. I knew his coach and we started I just started used to like train there and Everyone used to say, "Harry, you've got you've got good talent. Don't waste this talent. Just try it out. I did like the boxing training. Then eventually, I think like six, seven months down the line, when I first started boxing, I had a fight. And boom, we got into the fights. And ever since then, I've just had the love for the sport and I have got every drive and every motivation to do well in the sport. Like, I do take it seriously, and it was a sport that I thought I'm good at. I got told I was good at, and I've got the drive and the motivation to go all the way. So I can't live without it, you could say. I'll be honest, like, I can't live without any sort of training or any, any sort of activity, like, in the boxing world.
1: How old were you when your friend passed away?
2: I was 13 years old. He was a bit older than me. I knew him from my cousin. My cousin was very good mates with him. I was friends with him as well, and he was 19. He died in a car crash about seven years ago. And it was hard at the time. I was still 13, so it didn't really process as much. It was a big loss for everyone in Doncaster. Like, everyone knew him. He was a big part of the boxing community around here and in South Yorkshire and stuff like that. But
1: 13 years old, year eight, you're just finding out who you are as a person, and yet this guy who's 19 years old, you look up to... He seems like the Don, the Don of Doncaster. And yet he goes and it's like, well, where's my role model now? And who am I now? Because I'm still trying to process who my own identity is. As a 13-year-old kid and he was 19,
2: it was just like, like you're saying, like you used to look up to him. Used to, it was like the Don, like you were saying, round here with the boxing world and just as a person in general. He was so unique; you couldn't find anyone like him. And I just took that that with me. Started the boxing from that, and I was still like in the boxing community. Like I still used to go training a little bit, but after that, that was when I just knuckled down and I thought, let's give it a go. And ever since then, I've done all right. I've done well, to be honest. I've, I've not done bad.
1: Well, where are you at standard level? Are you ready to take on Tommy Fury now? We're going to see the big love iron boxing match. Two love on stars together like never before.
2: Tell me if it'd have to be an exhibition. I think he's about what 80, 85 kilo. I'm like what 60, 69 walking around so. Yeah, listen that and do the dream. If that came across, I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah, it'd have to be an exhibition. He's a bit bigger than me, but it'd be a thing that I'd love to do. And why not? I seen him box the other day against Jake Paul. I was rooting for Tommy, actually. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not too keen on Jake Paul. But yeah, Tommy Fury got the win. He did what he had to do at 20, 23 year old. To have that sort of pressure is big. So he smashed it.
1: Well, look, let's talk about Island. Because you have got the Love Island body. 69 kilograms is the goal. 69 kilograms gets you onto love island is basically my version of it now so if i can get down there then i'm going on love island why did you decide this year to go on the show
2: me and my friend got approached from the boxing gym and uh it was just a case of the thing about me leaving the girl for love island all that stuff like i did have a situation with her for what six seven months and i didn't feel like it was going to go any more than what it did so then i thought love island you get Everyone from different areas, the diversity, you could say like you get people from any like Welsh and everything. So I thought this is the best opportunity to try find someone potentially to have a future with. So then I thought, no problem, we'll try it out. And in the process of doing it, I felt like it went perfect. Every interview, every like Zoom call sort of thing I had, it was just going perfect. I didn't lie or anything on anything. Like I didn't come across like I was begging it to try and go on. I was just being myself. Like literally I'd come across as Paris come across as that and you could say yeah they they did like me and uh, for me to get on as an OG was was like the dream I did want to be an OG I did clarify that sort of thing I do want to be an opener and that was a big thing for me and that happened I wanted to be an opener I wanted to be an OG and
1: And so 10 days in two girls Olivia and Anna May Roby. how did you find that experience how did you find those intense 10 days especially as an OG where you go in and it's like the honeymoon and everyone becomes best friends straight away just because naturally you're the first in there. It's a brand new experience for all of you at the time.
2: So at the time, I never believed it. The producers always remind you and say, listen, you're not in the Love Island villa until you walk through the double doors. And me and Shaq was the two boys to actually open it up, if you remember. Like, and as soon as I got through the double doors, I just looked to my left, right, and like, in front of me, and I just said, "Like, I'm here. Like, I'm actually in the villa now, so like, I need to be on job. I came up with that, by the way. Everyone using that. I came up with that in the second day. I actually said on the second day, I was like, "I'm getting on job boys," and now it's like a thing. Now, now everyone says it. So I was like, every time I hear it, I'm just like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that's from me." But yeah. So with the situation with anime, very good-looking girl, but you know, when you just don't have that instant connection, I know, I know it takes time. I know I'm not saying that you you could have that instant connection, but just that you could say the funny side, the jokey side, and I couldn't really just come out my shell too much, like. Come out of shell how I wanted to. So then, as you would know, me and Anime have called it a day. We said she was interested in Kai anyway. Like she was interested in Kai, and I was interested in Olivia. Like literally, the the vibes that me and Olivia in the villa were having like was so funny. Like we used to have jokes. We do you know what I mean? Like mine and Olivia's like vibe was a lot more there than what me and Anime had. And she was happy to obviously go with Kai, and I was happy to go with Olivia. Then I'm still mates with Anime now. I, I proper respect her. I think she's a proper nice girl. But you've got to understand that you could probably say I had a bit of bad luck with age. Like I was 21, and then then Olivia was 27. So in my head, I'm thinking six years here now. Like, what does she want to do in two three years? What do I want to do in two three years? Is it going to be the same? Like, are we going to be on the same page? It was hard, but I'm not even joking. Like, I I felt like we had a decent connection. We had good vibes, but. I don't know where it would have gone in the long run because as soon as i got voted out sammy came in and sammy on paper is yeah she's my type so who knows
1: the weird thing with olivia obviously is the version we had for her when you were in there compared to how she left the villa this week were very very different how do you look at her now obviously you've got six gap, but everything that she's been through and the way she's been edited olivia
2: is a nice girl Hands heart. She is a nice girl. Everyone was nice in there who I met. But I feel like I have been watching it ever since I left the villa. Olivia, I feel like it's just people like trying to get involved in other people's businesses. Like that's like a big thing that I would never do and I wouldn't like. So say if I was, for example, coupled up with Olivia and she was trying to get involved in like people's businesses. Like situation you could say we like with Tanyelle when she grabbed Shark and there was like oh Jordan she's not into as much that's gonna play with someone's head like that probably swayed Jordan to not picking Tanyelle do you know what I mean like I don't like that kind of stuff so I feel like when she was coming across getting into people's businesses I didn't like it I'll be honest I, I don't like that stuff but other than that I feel like she got good screen time she oh, how many couples was she and me Tom Hi, like, she's been in about five couples so like I feel like she was a bit gutted that she did leave I reckon she did think in the back of her head that she probably would have got to the final that's everyone's a goal anyway I feel like the other day she was gutted and it was a shame to see because she did bring quite a lot to the villa I'll be honest she did bring uh, quite a lot to the villa she brought quite a lot of drama but yeah just the, the fact that she was getting involved in other people's businesses I didn't like other than that I I can't say what bad about the girl like she's not got I don't think she's got a bad bone in her body but yeah other than that I don't think
1: well that's very fair to say and it's going to be hard for her coming out of the villa and coming back into normal life and seeing the reaction obviously the social media accounts not being monitored during the series
0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: everyone's going to be kind of piling on now have you spoken to her since she's yeah
2: i I haven't no 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 i've not spoken to her i don't know if she's back in england or anything i left on a good note with olivia i'm I'm not got Bad blood with her, and when I do see her, when I get to see her, I'll be sound and civil with her. Like, I'm, I'm just going to be how I was when I first met her, so... Yeah, I've not got any bad blood with her, and uh, I hope she doesn't get any hate or any comments that she don't want to see because it's not nice. I'll be honest; like in my experience, I haven't. Like ever since I got out of the villa, I've, I've had the love and the nice messages, and everyone's been bang on. I've I've not had a problem with that, and I hope no one does have that when they do come out.
1: Coming out of the villa, obviously, we're we'll gonna talk about the elephant in the room. That video that circulated was two years ago. You're 19 years old. Obviously, a very different version to. The Harris we now know today, the famous Harris, obviously now you would never do that because you know you've got responsibility, responsibility to your fans. You put out a statement at the time a couple of weeks ago and you said, I'm devastated that this video has been seen. It's not a reflection of my character. I'm not someone that goes looking for fights and I didn't want to be in that situation. This was a heat of a moment thing. And obviously you then went on to say that you made up with the guy and everything was okay. Take me back a couple of weeks to when you got that call from Love Island to sell you that this video has been leaked. What did that do to you mentally? What's been your mental health journey since leaving the villa with that video at the forefront of your mind?
2: I'll be honest, when I got voted out of the villa a couple hours after, I spoke to the press team and they did mention the video and I knew straight away which video it was because I've only ever had one street fight and I knew straight away which one it was. And I'll be honest, I got quite emotional because my family didn't know about that. Like it was just a thing that it was just in the heat of the moment and my family didn't know about it. No one really knew about it. It was just, it was just a a street fight that a couple of people had the video and yeah, it was hard to see because I didn't want the public to see that I was this violent kid and that I go uh, come across like that and deal with my situations like that. It was just literally a disagreement that we both had. It was self-defense in my point of view Obviously, I came out on top. I didn't kick him whilst he was down. Funnily enough, like, we literally met friends, like, two days later because we was friends anyway, and I could bring him up now and we could go for food and everything. It was just literally, it was just a disagreement that we had and we sorted it out like that, and obviously I don't think that is the right thing to do, but it was just a thing that happened in the moment in time and I just don't want anyone to think that I'm this violent person and that I come across like this and it was very hard to very hard to see and I didn't want people to think that because anyone who meets me and knows me knows that's not that's not Harris and I just want to come across like I'm so sorry for anyone to think that it's it's definitely not the right thing to do and uh, it will never happen again like you mentioned that's never going to be in my head to happen again, and I was 19 years old. When I first came out, I was walking in the streets, and when I landed in London Heathrow, like, the first thing I thought was, are these going to look at me like I'm this violent person? And when I was reading some articles, it was hard to see because they were, they were putting down, I'm this fog, I'm this violent person, and beat down, I know I'm not like that, and the people around me know I'm not like that. And I have got a strong head, I've got a strong mindset. I've never been in a position or a like a like like a mindset where I feel like I need to like a suicidal situation or anything like that, which I don't wish on anyone or wish on myself. But the people that I've got around me, people that know me and I know myself, I knew that that wasn't me being this violent or this folk person. And yeah, just just the people that I have around me, just, they helped me so much. And they just said, Aris, it is what it is. Like, you can't help that. you Things happen and you've just got to keep moving forward. And me just being me, having the strong mindset and pulling through it, I was just, I sort of just, wanted my say on it and I just hope the people and the and the world know that I'm not that person and it will never happen again. There's no police involved. There's no anything on my record about being violent. There's nothing. You can speak the 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 lad can tell you himself. There's nothing. When I started seeing stuff like that, that's what was like that's when I started getting a bit not not a bit like I started I started getting a bit pissed off, you could say. I was like, why why is this coming about? Like what there's no police been at my door, there's no police trying to get in contact. There's nothing. There's literally nothing that's been involved with police. I swear from the bottom of my heart, there's nothing.
1: What's well, so the final thing on this part of the conversation? Is there anything else you want to put on record now? you've got the space whilst your fans are listening to you obviously you've told that this wasn't the real you and everything like that but is there anything else you want to say Harris because I want to give you that opportunity because I don't feel like you've been given that space that space to just speak from the heart.
2: I just want to say I'm so sorry for everyone to look at that video or to think that I'm this violent person and this thug that the articles are saying about me I don't come across like that I never, never will and never have and anyone that knows me knows the real Harrison, knows how caring I am or how well presented I am. I've been brought up well and I just don't want people to think that I'm like that and I don't want it to affect me or anyone that wants to work me down in the future. don't want that to affect me and I certainly won't be, that won't happen again. And
1: Well, look, let's talk happier things, my friend. Let's talk about Tanya because you've been spotted together. We've already seen, I had Zara on my podcast last week and she was talking about how her relationship with Jordan has started going well let's talk about you and Tanya. how's
2: that going my friend so me and Tanya, as soon as we met we started speaking on this the first day throughout the day but not properly like not too much then on the night we started getting to know each other where you're from what you do this that and soon as we started chatting we just clicked like that like it's like we knew each other already so then she did mention about the age like Tanya said you are a good looking lad you've got the vibes you've got but the age gap is a thing for me which I was which I was more than happy with what she was saying if if she doesn't like. But the connection that me and Tanya had was good and obviously I could I can say it's more of a friendship. I'm not going to sit here and say that we potentially could be boyfriend and girlfriend or anything like that. We've got a very good friendship and we did have in the villa and I'll be honest, she is the realest girl that I met in the villa. Like I don't know, I just had that best connection with her. Like me and her, I've watched obviously the episodes that I was in some some stuff didn't get leaked like the last that we used to have and just the energy that we brought to the villa i think anyone can tell you the same thing we did we did we did have a good time yeah i did end up meeting Taniella. it was last week and we had it we had a good time then as well
1: you had a good time and your friends but was there kissing
2: no no there was no kissing no no kissing no kissing last week no none of that uh, just picked her up we went out we met jordan we met david we met zara they was uh, they were buzzing. I was buzzing to see Zara and Jordan because I never met Jordan, and obviously I met Zara, but didn't see her until she came out and a few weeks later. But yeah, I was buzzing. We had a right time. We obviously met the previous Islanders from two years ago, like Faye. We met Faye. We met uh, Liberty. We met all them. So they was out as well in the same in the same club and same bar as us, and we just had a right good time. It was like a meeting just to catch up sort of thing.
1: Final question to you, my friend. Let's go back to the 13-year-old, you. Year. What would you tell yourself? Obviously, you've lost your friend who was your role model. Now you've had this whole love island experience which has really shaped you and it's going to completely shape your future. What do you want to tell that version of Paris that you need to now, now know?
2: 13-year-old me, you don't know what you're going to be when, you, when you're when you 21, 22. So I was just going with a flow sort of thing. I just used to literally, day by day, just make the most of it. I always made the most of it. And obviously, especially from from that situation, it made me realise and it made me take every day seriously. And it still does till this day. It makes me think twice. And and believe it or not, I'll, I'll mention it. Uh, one of my very, very good mates, my year, passed away probably about a week and a half ago in a car crash. In the past week's been quite hard as well for me as well. So uh, one of my mates who I went out from year seven, Till end of college, he passed away in a car crash about a week ago in Doncaster, which was hard to take as well. But uh, yeah, 13 year old me to now, I feel like I've done, I've had a good life. I've not, I've not, I I don't regret anything as a person. I've done a lot of things in life, like I've experienced a lot of things. I've been to a lot of countries, and I've just been me. I can't look back and think, Harris, would you? Was that the real you, or was you just doing this? And no, I've just been me and. All I can do is keep being me and hopefully be successful in the years to come. And that's my plan, man. I'm just I'm just gonna keep being keep being me and uh making everyone happy, like anyone anyone that I meet and anyone that is around me, I I'll always make happy and I'll always make time for. I've always got time for a lot of people, even people that I don't know. It is what it is. Like I'll always make time for people and I'll always uh I'll always try be the best version of me yeah so people walk away and just think uh, yeah that Harris kid's a good kid like that Harris kid he's not this person that people are trying to make out like to him and that's what i want that's what i just want my i just want people to know that and just to put that out there that when you do actually meet me it's it's a totally different it's a totally different view sort of thing
1: If you love the cast of Love Island Season 9, there are episodes of Security and Security David Salaka, Zara Dennis Lackenby-Brown and Anna May Roby to hear. Plus, loads and loads of Love Island stars over the years. I absolutely love Ireland. I know you love Love Island as well. So we'll keep getting the Islanders on as they come out of the villa to tell their story and their mental health journey. Because this is the only podcast that you can hear. And if you love these conversations that we have, subscribe. Click that ad button, subscribe to it, so you get an episode every single week of a celebrity talking about their mental health journey. Give it a five star rating on iTunes and Spotify, and leave a review, so you can help spread the word. It's okay to not be okay. On social media, at Johnny Seifer at Podcast is where you can find me. And I can't thank you enough for listening. So thank you so much for listening. I'm Johnny Seifer. Until next time, thank you and goodbye.